right, riddle me this, Kev. What's one of the first upgrades you should do to your vehicle? What is it? What do you go for? Well, you might think power, but ultimately, from a smart and safe perspective, definitely the brakes. Yeah, no doubt. Upgraded braking systems can really transform a vehicle's performance and honestly give you better peace of mind behind the wheel in any situation. You know, from the track to off-road trails, even the morning commute, every single vehicle deserves performance brakes at an affordable price. And no matter what your vehicle or driving style, PowerStop has complete brake upgrade kits for you. So head to PowerStop.com, fill in your vehicle's information into their easy-to-use brake finder to be matched with complete kits and components that are low-dust, noise-free, and feature upgraded stopping power. That's right. You could join the thousands of other drivers that have already transformed their vehicle into a stopping powerhouse today with PowerStop. PowerStop.com, brake upgrades made easy. It is the Two Guys Garage Podcast. He is Kevin Bird. I am Willie B. It's presented by CarParts.com. You got to check it out, guys. Mobile experience, simple, easy to navigate. If you're if you're aware of your making model, you pretty much got your deal, man. You got your jam right there. Um, Kevin, I'm fired up for today, bro. Absolutely fired up. Oh man, uh, this is a double whammy because you know. Yeah. You know what's coming around the corner, right? Well, I know you well, know because you're <laughs> right in the thick of it, man. Uh, it yeah. is SEMA right around the corner and uh you know for anybody that has been in a bubble this last year right we didn't have it you know a year ago because of covid uh so i mean it's it's going on two years since the last sema uh of course they did have their kind of online version but that's just not the same yeah uh, this is close. where all the builders come in everybody comes in it's packed i mean it feels like a million people in there uh a trillion awesome ideas different builds parts components um, it's the most exciting thing I think that happens in my life every year is getting to SEMA yeah. and, and just being a part of it, seeing all of it and soaking it up. Well, you know what's funny is you get so it's, – it's funny because builds that would take your hometown car show best of trophy, right? They're so – for lack of a better word, ordinary in there. Um, you get so sedated with these incredible builds and creativity that are over the top and, you know, budgets that you wouldn't normally believe and uh, some of the ideas and concepts that are twisted and wrapped around metal in uh, cars are, are unbelievable. So it really does take everything to a next level. It's where, you know, you know names are are forever engraved in, in, you know, the Hall of Fame for builders. It's where everybody wants to showcase their car and today we got man we got the top dogs in the game bro we got <laughs> we got lebron and michael of, of of cars it's uh it's unreal who we have on with us today the ring brothers uh really excited to talk with mike and jim and you know the last time we spoke with them was at sema and that was it's nearly two years ago and it's really tough to put that perspective and that window on it but it's been that long yeah i know it's crazy uh, so I know I am amped up. I know everybody in the automotive industry is amped up because this is the Super Bowl, right? You talk about, uh, you know, go to your favorite car show and the top, top guy, it, it's nothing, right? I mean, think about your high school, you know, quarterback, uh, even your college guy in the Super Bowl. Those guys, pff, they're sitting on the sidelines, right? They're they're filling up the Gatorade container, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're pumping up the balls. Uh, so this is where... Oh man, the top dogs from the whole industry, the top players come, and uh, like you said, man, we've got the two best guys out there. They probably won more awards uh, than I could count on 
fingers and toes and fingers and toes and your fingers and toes. Like it's just insane. I mean, last year we caught up with them. Uh, I think they won. They were from GM. Four everything, man. Good guys, mothers, dub. Uh, and they won the top custom uh, build for uh, Battle of the Builder. I mean, that's insane. Yeah, man. They, dude, they won best Ford, and, and they built a Chevy Camaro. That's how good they are. <laughs> like, it, it, those guys are amazing, bro. They, they left there with the best hair award. It was unbelievable. They had a really big time, uh, big showing last time, and it was, uh, it was incredible to catch up with them. Uh, you guys could see that in, in our last podcast. But I'll tell you what, man, how about – you know, knowing what those guys are going through, because I myself am going through a lot of the same stuff. This year is unlike any year these guys, I'm sure, have ever been against. This year provides its own set of unique challenges and things that you would have never imagined being car builders. And I bet they have a, a very unique perspective, because let's be honest, if the Ring Brothers can't get parts, ain't nobody getting parts ever. No ever. doubt. No doubt. I mean, the you know, in the first part of COVID, uh, you know, there's probably a bunch of parts and things just sitting on a shelf and people with a lot of spare time. So a lot of things got done. Uh, and I was like, oh, well, psh, I got two years. Now I'm just going to coast to the finish line. Well, you know, now, like you just said, yeah. uh, try going to the finish line and you ain't got your shoes. You know, you don't have your, your running pants on. You got you got yeah, nothing. Man. It just ain't there. The most simple, mundane parts, uh, pieces, materials, paint, you name it. Uh, it's Some of it's impossible to get your hands on. Like you said, even for the top builders out there. So I'm, I'm excited to hear what these guys are bringing to the table this year. Hopefully they'll give us some, some sneak peek. Uh, but also interested to see what the challenges are, right? So I think, uh, you know, we're going to start this series, uh, you know, going into SEMA this year of, you know, some of the top builders and, and what they're bringing uh, and what it's like, you know, on this journey, on this road, this challenging path uh, to actually make it there. Like you said, to get to that finish line. It's going to be a cool series. Imagine if you're Superman calling a cape store and you can't buy a cape. <laughs> All right. That's the world we're living in, y'all. It's nuts. We're back in just a minute with the Ring Brothers on the Two Guys Garage podcast with Kevin Bird and Willie B. Superman can't get a cape. It is the Two Guys Garage Podcast. He is Kevin Bird. I am Willie B. It's presented by CarParts.com. Kev, I know you've used these guys, right? Of course, man. I mean, I'm no dummy. <laughs> these guys have <laughs> the best prices, amazing parts, uh, and incredible value. They really think through uh, when you order parts. It's not just a part. A lot of times they think about the job, right? They right, want right. you to have a successful job to knock out whatever it is, brakes, AC, uh, you name it. And they got everything from basic parts uh, repair to accessories, hot rod parts. It's amazing the amount of things that they cover, yeah, and it just drops right to your door, man. It's awesome. Check them out, carparts.com, and I'm sure these guys, uh, hey, the Ring Brothers, th 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 we got to give them a round of applause, you know, for both of us, Kev. Get your Woo! hands up, y'all. That's, that's the biggest applause we can give you, but y'all deserve it. Um, look, Mike, Jim, it's always it's just incredible to talk to you guys. Tell me, uh, you know, what you guys have been up to. How has the pandemic fared for you guys? And What's new in the in the Ring Brothers' life before we dive into what's uh, just around the corner? Well, for me, this is Mike. Uh, a lot's happened since last SEMA. You know, I ended up getting COVID, but I also got two new knees, uh, dual nice. knee replacement. So wow. I think I'm as tall as Kevin now. <laughs> yeah. I had a half a knee. You don't need those platforms anymore. 
You can just get rid of them old shoes. They were stinky anyway. So. Yeah, Jim only had a I only I only wore out half of me. I still got uh, a one and a half of my normal ones. So we both had knee problems and gave us some time to have some of that work done. Good deal. So who's who's running faster right now? Who's who's recovering? Mike uh, Mike uh, looks like a a ten year old schoolgirl compared yeah, to yeah. I I can't run. Those days are over. It's embarrassing. <laughs> oh man, I understand that. So. Obviously, you know, with, with everything that, you know, the world is shaped to be in the in the last several months and past year, um, I imagine for a lot of car builders and p- at least people that we talked to, they were they're extraordinarily busy. They got busier during the pandemic. Did you find that as a as a reality for you guys? Did you see more orders and people, you know, tacking on something you guys were building for their wish list? You know, definitely. It's been crazy uh, how how many people have reached out to, to build a car and, and over the last, you know, just through the pandemic. I don't know what's going on out there, right. but uh, it's been an, it's been insane. You know, we did a, we did a blazer a few years ago for ourselves that sold to a friend of ours and it, on Bring a Trailer. And it seemed like ever since that blazer, well, in, in 2017, we did a gray one that we had at SEMA in our booth, but them blazers are hot right now. We've got, uh, what are we on number seven, I think right now that we've done or building. So, um, a lot of that, uh, Camaro's 69 chargers. Oh my uh, God, dude. Y'all's charger, a 69 charger you did with the elephant is one of the cleanest, most amazing dude. I, I'm such a fan. Second generation chargers are absolutely my favorite. I have several of them. Uh, and that one is uh, that one's extraordinary. It's just the stance, the look. Uh, you guys hard up the lines in it. It's just it's a beautiful, beautiful car, man. And I just love what you did with it. Yeah, yeah. You guys got to get me in contact with these folks because you know there's one thing to get you know a few hundred bucks here and there in stimulus money and go buy some parts. There's another thing to order a car from the Ring Brothers. What kind <laughs> right. of stimulus checks are these cats getting, man? I'm in the wrong <laughs> game. Those are called PPP loans, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's it is insane the amount of money that people are, you know. We had a guy call and honest to God, he said, I don't care what it costs. And I've never ever heard that in all my wow. years. I've never heard I've I've heard other builders say that and I always thought they're full of BS, but uh <laughs> I had a guy say just I don't care. I just want it and uh I sold my business yeah, hey, and you gotta love those customers. Yeah, those customers are like, all right. Yeah, nice. it's just it's just a different world out there right now. We just don't have that enough help, enough space, or enough parts to to make it happen. Boy, you talk about parts. That's a real real trouble right now finding Amen. what we oh. need uh, to finish this up. And some of the simplest things that you wouldn't even think about, you know, like a headlight switch or a dimmer switch or uh, components like that. It's just they almost laugh at you when you go into a parts store and ask them for this stuff. And it's like, I, I should have 20 on the shelf, but uh, I don't know. It's just crazy out there right now. I Maybe that's all that stimulus money. People are collecting parts because there's just nothing out there. Um, I mean, the price of steel and aluminum and stuff has, has been through the roof for us and, you know, buying DOM for roll bar tubing stuff that would cost you you know, 80 bucks for a 20 foot stick is, is three, yeah. three to four times that now it's just crazy. Yeah. It's uh it's absurd, man. But uh, have you seen, or do you think that, you know, on the other, other side of this, as, as you guys move forward, it, it, to me, it's, it's just weird. The supply line is that interrupted and 
these parts you can't find. They got to be out there, and hopefully it, it, it bounces back sooner than later. Um, have you found any solutions to it, or are you like everybody else? It's hard to to believe that the Ring Brothers, the premier builders, I would say, you know, in the entire world, you know, for sure, our North America, for you guys to say you can't find parts, get parts, or you know, get parts resourced, it's it's amazing for me to even believe that. It's that's when you know it's bad. <laughs> yeah, we have a, a Mustang going to SEMA, and we've had the wheels on order for, God, I don't even know how long. Can't get hoops. You know, just can't get hoops. And uh, wow. that would be a shame if we can't go to SEMA because we can't get hoops on a, you know, it's just, the, it's the weirdest things, What what's out there and what's not. I think it's probably like people like us, you know, we make hinges and we order a lot of aluminum. So what we've done now is ordered eight months in advance. Well, how was they ever going to get caught up if everybody's like us ordering, you know, way in the future because you you worried you can't get it. So how do you ever catch up if everybody's trying to stock up instead of just ordering like you normally would, you know, a couple weeks out? So what you're saying is it's your damn fault. You guys yeah. are creating <laughs> this log jam yeah. with your damn eight month yeah. orders out there. Yeah. Come on. We did. We bought a we bought a forty foot C container and filled it full of aluminum because we we had some a little foresight on what may be coming down the wow. road. You know, we just don't build anything in this country anymore, and that's one of the worst things. I think that's yeah. a big problem. Uh, we just we we rely on somebody else for everything. So well, it's this weird combination. We we. We kind of shut everything down. We had more time than we knew what to do with, or a lot of people did, yeah. uh, and a little bit of cash. So they just bought up everything to keep busy, to do things. And we just never, you know, restocked. And of course, we're a little bit ahead of the game right now as far as, you know, uh, shots and everything else to kind of slow things down. So we're kind of churning the wheel again, and everybody else is still there flailing in the background, you know, shut down. So, man, what a, what a weird little time. You know, as Willie's kind of alluding to, I'm hoping that uh, the big wheels in other countries start to churn a little bit and, and that whole yeah. pipeline gets opened up. But, you know, it's probably not going to help a whole lot between now and, you know, October time frame because that's coming up right. super fast. It is. Yeah. I mean, the, the weeks go by like days. I don't know if it's that way for you guys, but it's just crazy. It's It seems like it's Monday and then Friday and one day. And it's the strangest yeah. thing. You know, when August is here, kids are back in school, you know it's SEMA time. It's... it's uh, <clears throat> You're counting the hours now. How many SEMA builds um, do you have going on right now for other people and for yourselves? And how many cars do you have right now in the shop and you're trying to rotate through? Because I'm sure customers, you know, they want their car, they want their rides. If parts are holding you up, there's a, a bigger backup on that end. So what's it like in, in, in your world, given those two scenarios and those two, you know, sides pulling at you? Uh, as for SEMA this year, we're going to try to get there with three vehicles. Um, one of them is a 64 and a half convertible that we widened an inch per side. Um, it's a it's 100% stock looking until you start looking at it. Um, it's it's a pretty cool car. Uh, running a new Coyote in it that we completely uh, made it look like a big old Hemi headed Ford. Um, spent a lot of time on making the motor look a little more old school. You know, them coyotes are real tough to work with. There's a lot of stuff under there. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> but uh, it's a it's a cool car. And then another vehicle. It's a 72 K5 Blazer. Uh, it's a it's pretty radical. It's it's kind of a mix between a uh, um, 
like an off-road style truck and uh, and an on-road style truck, uh, 1,200 horse blown LS in it. Um, there ain't one part on that truck that we didn't build. I mean, literally the seats, the every single portion of it is built. The dash, the the hood, the grills, all the bumpers, the skid plates, the um, there ain't one part on it. It's got, uh, the roof's kind of cool on it. It's got four removable uh, uh, roof sections, kind of like the Jeeps did. They all, all the roof sections removed. Um, it's pretty wild truck. Uh, kind of, you know, we've looked at it so long that we don't even know what we've done. <laughs> so um, we don't know if it's cool or not cool but I, we're going to find out we were going to take it last year and then just as kevin said you know we kind of laid off it because it wasn't going and then exactly that you know we were going to have it at sema last year and we're still messing with it right now yeah so you're right kevin you just kind of it, it's amazing a year can go by like that when you're like oh i got plenty of time and then oh my god we can't get this part are you kidding me we're not going to get it to sema now and should have been there last year yeah Sometimes, sometimes a deadline is your friend, you know, because you would yeah, never get something done without a deadline half the time, right? You got to have a cutoff point, especially with you creative bastards, you know, and just out there, well, I got another idea. What if we did yeah. this, you know? That's, that's what we're still doing. And that's when you ruin them too. You go yeah. too far. Yeah, you can, yeah, you for do. sure. You, you got too many pieces of flair, you know? You mind, you mind screw them to death. Yeah. Um, and then the third vehicle is kind of an exciting it's something really off the wall for us i mean it's it's a 48 chevy pickup that looks like it's sitting on a formula one chassis um it's pretty wild running a c6 transaxle in it uh it's got all porsche pin drive uh we scanned the hubs on a 911 used you know old ones and then made all our uprights machined all our uprights so that it has true knockoffs on it not like the bolt-on ones that we used to run we've never run a true pin drive before so we wanted to do a true pin drive it's got big side scoops that are carbon that feed the radiator wow. in the back and all the shocks are cantilevered i mean it's it's pretty wild um i don't know if anybody will like it or not but it's pretty crazy I assume this one's slammed pretty hard, very low. Yeah, yeah, it's got big race tires on it, you know, kind of like uh, your buddy uh, did with that open wheel. Oh yeah, the, the double down, double down, the deuce, whatever. He he did it, yeah. For, it was an all-wheel drive, thirty-two Jet yeah, Hot or whatever it was. Fuller's ride, yeah, with the big kind of NASCAR-looking Indy tire. Yeah, this is more refined, probably look if you could say that but uh it's a truck so we took a, that truck and we narrowed it four inches and then we chopped it four and then lengthened it two and then worked with the roaster shop on a chassis along with a guy scott, Alman. scott Alman, who designed the oh 05 yeah i know scott Do you know scott yeah. The old, yeah. the old 54 GT. Yeah, he had so yeah, we work with Scott on the engineering part of the chassis too. So yeah, it's a small world, wow. isn't it? That you know him too. Yeah, well, I mean I work at Ford, so yeah, I worked with him years ago on uh in and around that vehicle. The GT. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's crazy. So yeah, he he helped. He we're running all Olin shocks. He's fun, you know, got Olins and Brembo worked with us on building special brakes for it and 
Yeah, it's a, uh, it's, it's, we call it the crazy truck because <laughs> it's out there. Well, I was going to ask, you know, was one of these kind of like the, you know, the forerunner, you know, it's going to go out there and just clean, clean house. But uh, it sounds like you're going for uh, a triple, you know, gold, silver, bronze here. What, yeah, you know, you know, no, it's uh, honestly, it's, it's just fun to go. I mean, to compete is fun, but honestly, just to see you guys and people like that, it's what SEMA is about. You know, we, we were lucky to win a lot, but now it's just people come to see what we do and that's, what's fun. Really. It's, it's not necessarily winning the awards, but just meeting everybody and everybody liking what you do or just the crowds that come just to see what you do <laughs> now. And uh, it's hard to believe the people that Mike and I have had the opportunity to meet over a, over a car. I mean, it's, you know, we're a couple guys from a town of 1600 people and, and uh, it's pretty cool to think you get the opportunity to meet a lot of great people over a car. So that's, that's <laughs> really the most exciting Thing yeah, but us. it's so funny how you guys approach it. But it, you guys set the bar. Other people come to see what you guys are bringing to the table. It's one of the first cars on the checklist of cars they got to see. So when you guys are bringing some of these crazy trucks and you know a, a, a blazer, and you guys seem to really love the blazers with how many you've been doing lately, um, it just it brings everybody's objective standard up <laughs> several notches. You know, it's just uh, it's amazing to see what you guys are putting into cars and how it translates and trickles down. Pretty cool stuff, man. We're, we're just really lucky that people will give us the money to build yeah. these things. You know <laughs> what I mean? It's like, we sure we'd be bringing a Chevette if uh, we didn't have a customer, yeah. because as we all know, we can't afford typically none of these builders can afford anything that we build. So we were always asked if we would work on normal people's cars and our comment to them is we'll paint a dumpster if they pay us to do it. <laughs> <laughs> Be a sexy ass dumpster doing, too, boy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're doing an 80Z28. Just that's what I was working on today. Just bone stock, just painting it. So yeah, we'll do anything. So everybody thinks you only do this, but Money's good from everybody. Good that. All right, look, speaking of that, we got to take a break so we can get a sponsor up in this joint. Uh, when we come back, more with the Ring Brothers. It's Two Guys Garage Podcast. He is Kevin Bird. I am Willie B. And we're back after the break. It is Two Guys Garage Podcast. He is Kevin Bird. I am Willie B. It's presented by CarParts.com. We thank him for it. We have the Ring Brothers on with us today. What an honor it is. We're just talking a little shop, y'all. Just SEMA. It's only, you know, Two years in the making, probably some of the craziest, most over-the-top cars are going to be on display in this particular SEMA because think about what's occurred, what's happened. All this built-up aggression that comes from you know, guys like the Ring Brothers and builders out there that are trying to make their mark and prove a point and you know, put something that's ordinary over the top. And you guys have, man, you've really gone over the top this year. we got a rundown of some of your builds you're bringing to SEMA and wow. It's pretty hot stuff, man. It's it's awesome. Oh, I tell you, they just they just sent us uh, pictures of the '48 Chevy pickup. Uh, so just take pickup truck and almost just you know erase it from your brain because uh, the way they've chopped the thing down, slammed it so low, stretched it out a little bit. I mean, it's more like a rocket ship. You know, they were talking about it's kind of like F1 underbody suspension yeah. or whatever. It's got the big open wheel race tires on it. I mean, it, it it doesn't quite 
come together in your brain from description and uh we just we're looking at the rendering here it's badass man yeah. I, I really want to see this truck imagine another version of like cars done like a disney movie but done by <laughs> quentin tarantino right <laughs> it's like um it's uh yeah it's it's twisted they call it crazy truck for a reason it's you look at it and you go wow that's impressive yeah, we haven't named it yet. It's the fabrication is pretty cool on it. I mean, honestly, the all the work that went into honestly, I think there's been like a year and a half of engineering on this thing. It's taken a long time to get to where we're at. Yeah, those front wheels are way out there. Like you've really stretched there, yeah. the wheelbase on it. Yeah, that was a big concern is the control arms, you know, strength and, you know, that's that was a big issue. The turning radius isn't going to be really good because of... With the big wide wheels on it, it's going to be tough. No, you it's going to be fine. To... You just oversteer that bitch right around. Yeah, the yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know? yeah. Steer it with the throttle, boys. Get at it. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, it, it's exciting. They're, they're massive tires as far as the, the race version. We have two sets of wheels for it, street and kind of show and show off, I guess. It's a... Uh, it's it's pretty it's pretty fun. That is going to be the wildest and fastest forty eight Chevy truck ever built. <laughs> yeah. I can guarantee you that right now. Yeah, man. Performance wise, give us some numbers. We were going to try to twin turbo it, honestly, but we could not <laughs> pack everything in it. We started engineering all the twin turbos, and it was no way we could get it to, to work. We just couldn't fit everything we needed to up front. Because the radiator and everything's in the back, and we're having a hard time now. It's a normally aspirated 510 cubic inch LS with a Kinsler injection. It made just over a thousand on race gas, normally aspirated. So it's pissed off. You know, it's going to be a nasty uh, normally aspirated LS. There's no doubt about it. Well, I mean, how much is this truck going to end up weighing? I mean, sub 3,000? We, we have. We have no idea. We're everything is carbon on yeah. except for the cab, the doors, the the hood, the bedsides, the tire belly pan. Um, there ain't a lot to it, but there's a lot to it. It looks like it's gonna get. I don't know. Um, it's gonna weigh in about what the Lego version of it does, man. Because this thing doesn't look like it's anything. About about seventy seven pounds, I think. So we're in that ballpark. Yeah, um, I think it's. it's uh, it's crazy. I, if I guess, Kev, I, I'd say thirty two hundred. Um, Scott thinks it's going to be more 35. I, I don't know where the weight would be because even the tires are super light. What's but, the wheelbase? Uh, it's 118 inches. Oh, wow, it's, big it's 80 inches wide though. It's pretty wide. Yeah. Well, look at, look at the front uh, wheels though. I mean, that, that wheelbase throws you off because, uh, yeah. you know, in the, in industry, whatever you can look at curtain area. So what's, you know, the footprint of the body kind of starts to tell you about where it's going to fall in weight. Uh, but they designed that thing around me. It's short and fat. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I didn't say that. It wasn't me. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, uh, Scott's see, Scott's got probably more of the OE uh, perspective because a vehicle of that size is going to have tons and tons of wiring. I mean, it depends on how many creature comforts you have in there. But typically, the hot rods are yeah. Typically, the hot rods are trimmed down. You know. Yeah, but he did want like power back window, power windows, um, a lot of carbon. You know what the transaxle? We we uh, were exposing the torque tube and wrapping the torque tube in carbon, and then kind of building linkage off of that 
carbon torque tube, you know, for the shifter and some raw rawness. There. And that's a tough situation. You think about having an exposed torque tube, which means we had to literally build the floor to the frame and then build the, a separation point all the way around the cab where the cab bolts down and kind of sandwiches the bottom and top of the torque tube. So, I mean, it was a tremendous amount of, of head scratching. Yeah. And then running the, you know, all the electrical and all the radiator to the back of the vehicle. And yeah, we're still, as we speak, you'll look, if you saw, you'd say you're not going to make it, but yeah. uh, we're, we're planning on being there. I was going to ask, man, now with each of these these builds, three of them that you guys are bringing to SEMA, what have been the hurdles? Because, again, going back to the can't find anything for any application nowadays, what are some of the hurdles you're having and what are some of the things that are going to be down to the wire for you? Honestly, it's the, as far as this truck, the other two I think will be fine if we can get wheels for the for the Mustang. Um, the and that's that is in sitting in Florida right now, having the interior done in it. Um, the the blazer's pretty well done. The shocks are sent out back to Fox, all, all eight of them, to get revalved and resprung. But the I think the truck really the only thing that is really hurting us right now is is getting the carbon parts basically from you know they're all designed I believe at this point. It's just but getting not, the molds cut and, the you know, the, the parts actually physically. Well, they're built. not all done in alias yet. You know, this whole truck's been done in alias. You're probably familiar with the Kevin, but alias is a, more or less an OE software to, to do this. Yeah. It's your everyday shop. You probably doesn't have it, but uh, the guy is, you know, in this industry, you can't afford to have a guy do it full time, you pretty much have to find an OE guy doing it that's willing to do part of this at night. And that's where the issues come in is people's time, right? They do have other, they do have other things they'd like to do besides hey, work. Life so, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that, that part's taking a little time because it has to go to, for this, we've been autoclaving the parts on it. Yeah. Um, except for like the belly pan and some of these things that are too big that we can't but that means the mold's got to be that much stronger. And it's, it's been a, a whole new learning curve, even though we've done a lot of carbon, we've never really autoclaved anything before. So we did the two sets of doors and the first set we were working on just to make sure we could get, you know, latches and hinges. And if you notice the way that the door is in front, the way it's cut away for that scoop, it's real narrow. We don't have a lot of room for hinges and it's been a head scratcher, man. It's, you know, cause yeah, you do a lot of this in CAD, but it still takes a hot rider to put it together. Yeah, no yeah, doubt. So, you know, now you're going to have to revert back to maybe wet layup for some of this? or Yeah, that and just putting all the pieces together, right? This isn't like it's a complete OE job where the inner structure is this. Or, no, it's a hot rider putting it all together to make it work. It's just kind of a couple pieces of the puzzle and then back to the hot rider to make it all fit there ain't much exhaust on it, so if it's there, you'll probably hear it. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's quite an interesting spectrum because, uh, you know, most people can walk into the conversation and go, hey, man, it's the Ring Brothers. They make just about everything. So when you when you look at it from that perspective, uh, it's like, well, how could these guys have any trouble getting to SEMA when they just go out in the shop and, and make the thing, fabricate <laughs> it, whatever? Uh, but there's still those in-between. So think about somebody on the other end of the spectrum 
right? They're not making their own panels. They're, they need a hood. They need a door panel. They need a whatever. Uh, you know, they need glass for their car, whatever it is. Um, think about, I mean, how many magnitudes harder that's got to be uh, for folks that just don't have a CNC machine shop or a pipeline, you know, of building molds and popping things out of carbon fiber, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I you know even the simplest things, even like a wiring harness, you know, we use all painless wiring in our, in our cars. And honestly, it, it took me, uh, it took me almost four months to get a wiring harness for that truck. It's crazy. Yeah. We're going to buy us buying spools of wire and connectors and going old school. Yeah. So do you yeah. think uh, we're going to see a bunch of cars at SEMA that are like just missing, you know, they're on jack stands or they don't have wheels. They don't have this particular door panel, or yeah. <laughs> that's gonna be true. Maybe maybe they'll keep covers and then borrow one guy's wheels and roll them over to right. show their car, and then cover it back up and roll the wheels over to somebody else's car. I mean, it could be that way. Everybody's cool in this industry, and they're willing to do that. But uh, there'll be cars rolling in with donut spares, you know, like hey, that's all we got. Right, right. You know, like, <laughs> it's all we got. Let me. We haven't even addressed the uh, the logistics issues with them two vehicles the blazer is so tall and so wide with them uh we don't even know how we're going to get a wheel we don't have any idea how we're going to get it there and the the crazy truck with pin drive wheels unless we come up with some sort of a, a way to cobble a narrow wheel on it that ain't going in the trailer either so we've got some issues to work through on even how to get the stuff out there <laughs> wow you might see a car trailer with four <laughs> tires hanging out. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> you know, it's amazing the holes we dig for ourselves. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, but it's it's in the name of pushing the needle, right? Pushing the bar up higher and higher. Uh, challenging yeah. yourself to do something different and unusual from, you know, the years past. Absolutely. That's why I think so many, so many of us love, you know, like Willie said, it's like top of our list, like, zoom we're going into sema where are the ring brothers what are they bringing you know how many i gotta check them all out because they're each <laughs> totally unique and they're all set in the bar you know just because you can do it doesn't mean you should though so we're not sure right right <laughs> mankind has been saying that since uh beginning yeah, right. of time you know or the opposite you know i didn't say it was a good idea i said we should do it right exactly <laughs> that one uh well look man it's it's amazing because we always as soon as the door is open man it's almost one of those things where we get so much joy being fans of what you you guys bring to the table each year. When we first see it, it's almost like a big chuckle, a couple cuss words, but like they did it again. It's just awesome, man. It's a, it's a great feeling, and it's uh, it's really cool for us on that end because, you know, you guys truly do set the bar, and it's it's amazing to hear that even on your end, there's there's a struggle going on right now, but I feel like this year more more than ever. You know, as long as things move forward in the way that, you know, they're moving, um, I really feel like this is going to be a very unique and special SEMA. Yeah, I think people are really itching to get out and see everybody again. I, I did go to Columbus this year, and that was the first thing I've done since, God, over a year. And it was just nice to see the guys. You know, I mean, oh, man. honestly, yeah. the cars were kind of second in that we were all just so excited to see each other that there was so much time talking that we really didn't even go hardly go look at what they had done. It was, <laughs> it was, but uh, yeah, I'm I'm really looking forward to SEMA. Well, it's gonna yeah. it's gonna rock the house. I, that's my hope. That's my vision. 
Uh, I'm going to hang on that the whole time from now until then. Because uh, like you said, I mean, most of us have been living in some sort of closet, you know, some sort of limited space. Um, and it just, you know, we all know it sucks. Uh, and we're just itching to get out, to socialize, to see each other. Yeah. Uh, and this this brings not only the people, but, uh, you know, your ideas, your creativity, you know, your fabrication. And, man, I tell you, if I get to catch you guys uh, anywhere near one of your builds, my favorite thing in the world is to have, you know, walk through it with you guys. How did you make this? You know, how, how did this come together? That's the that's the coolest thing, right? It's bringing the same kind of minds together, uh, your friendships together, uh, all at a place like this. Uh, it, it can't be beat. And, and you were talking about, you know, how you guys uh, have gotten to meet so many cool people, so many amazing people, because uh, where you've elevated in your status, you know, it always really kind of warms my heart. Our industry is full of real people. You know, you can get to some level of status in Hollywood, but, you know, you just feel like it's just a bunch of fakeness. And uh, it doesn't matter almost who you talk to. There's a few, you know, French folks in the industry that have made it big that just you don't want to hang out with. But for the most part, they're just dudes in a shop, wrenching, welding, getting all dirty, you know, like wearing their bodies out, their hands out, their fingers out. Uh, They're just like you. And even when they get to your status and they get famous, they're still cool as hell. They're just dudes you want to drink beer with, you know? Yeah. yeah I, nobody's curing cancer. There's no real reason to be <laughs> uh, amazed or, or, you know, we're, we're just guys that like cars yeah. and lucky enough that people like what we're doing. We're not doing anything. We're not going to the moon. Yeah, man. So, no. <laughs> we'll be back to Bezos. Yeah. Hey, and Jim, um, two years ago when we met, you know, I, I quickly showed you this, the 66 wide body charger. Uh, that I've been working on for several years. That's the that's the one I'm bringing. Um, that's awesome. I, I I don't I I know you guys are slammed busy and uh, crazy packed, but I'll show you pictures of it. It'll be on a booth in that main that main hall, and I'm real excited about it. And, uh, yeah, you should be. Is it going to be done? Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm pushing it. Every minute of every day counts right now, but I'm really yeah. striding to get it done. So you got it in paint. Um, it's getting painted in six days, seven days. Wow. So wow. Yeah. What color? You, you silver. A, a kaching silver. Awesome. Yeah, man. It's going to be cool. I look forward to wait. see it in there. That's going to be exciting. Yeah, man. For me, um, it's, uh, it's it's definitely going to be cool. So, hey, appreciate your time as always, man. We love you guys. Uh, thanks so much for what you do for the industry itself. You guys really bring us all up. Yeah, one thing I want to add, what we're a little bit, a little bit bummed about, if you got a minute, was, you know, we won the Battle of the Builders in 2019. And then last year they had us uh, help pick the Battle of Builders online thing for 2020. And, you know, the fun part, I would think by winning the Battle of the Builders would be to actually have it, you know, be about, you know, how you put up all of the signs and they can have your car there that won it that prior year. Well, now it's going to skip a generation. So we'll get no We'll get no love at all on that, which is, you know, it's okay, but it's kind of a bummer not to be able to be on the banners and stuff. You know what I mean? Well, hey, hey, we got to do the Ric Flair thing. We, oh, we yeah, got to give him a little bit of love right here. Yeah, yeah, two claps to the Ric yeah. Flair. Yeah. Two claps to Ric Flair. The <laughs> woo! Yeah! yeah. yeah. <laughs> 2019 Battle of the Builders! Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, man. Oh, I wish we could give you more love because you guys deserve it. Amen. For sure. Um, and anybody, anybody going to SEMA, 
give these guys some extra love for 2019 because they deserve it, man. They just crushed it yeah, all across the field. Yes, they did. <laughs> well, we can't wait. You guys follow along, you know, the podcast. We're going to try to catch up with these guys out there at SEMA. We'll give you the inside scoop, how it all came together. Uh, and if you're out there, check them out for sure. or Check them out online, man. These guys are going to kill it one more time. I guarantee you. No doubt. I mean, hey, thank you guys. Don't forget about our show here in weekends on the Motor Trend Network. Check your local listings. Also now streaming on Motor Trend On Demand, which is a great way to find us. Thanks to our guests, the Ring Brothers, my man Kevin Bird, I am Willie B, our producer Scoop, and executive producer Mr. Bob Ecker. Yeah, and don't forget to check out our website too, twoguysgarage.com. And you can share your thoughts with us. We're everywhere on social, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Two Guys Garage. Now, the Two Guys Garage Podcast, it's a copyright 2021, Britain Productions Incorporated, all rights reserved. Man, those guys are always a trip to catch up with, man. I can't wait to see them again. It's been way too long. Yeah, man, what a blast. I just want to hang out with them, drink some beer, talk cars. They're awesome. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. But I tell you what, guys, we had fun. Hope you did, too. We'll catch you on the next Two Guys Garage Podcast. Two Guys Garage Podcast is produced by Britain Productions. For more episodes... Visit iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.